Half Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by Milan Vukovic with Tahibo Tea at 818-610-8088. This is your Half Empty Cup of Joe. Pour a cup of this good-smelling coffee. It will taste as good as it smells. This show is hosted by Joe Jaquit and Jason Walker. Because half a cup is better than no cup. Good morning and welcome the half-empty cup. Joe and Jason on this Thursday. Uh, and we've got uh, the professor uh, Glenn Biddle going to be joining us today, and, and we're going to be talking about uh, the conflict, right? We, we, we mentioned it uh, briefly uh, in the uh, Patriot Radio News Hour show uh, where, you know, we're, we're bombing in Somalia, we're bombing in Yemen, now we're, we're, we're bombing inside Iraq. Uh, Israel saying Iran itself is now a target. And, of course, uh, there's a lot to all of this. You know, the, the whole Middle East is, is as we all know, right, uh, it, it's a huge, huge story. Uh, you know, the, the all, all of the different factions, the Sunnis, the Shias, you know, uh, the now you throw uh, Israel into the mix, the Palestinians, the Arabs, right? Uh, the, Jason, uh, suffice to say, this is going to be one of those things where it, it's always been uh, a big issue, right? But now uh, with... Uh, what's happening there, uh, it seems like uh, this thing comes to a boil, uh, you know, every every decade or two. Uh, but this boil here seems like th- this may has the potential, right, to be uh, one of the, the, the biggest, if not the biggest event uh, that we've seen in the Middle East. I mean, going back to when we uh, invaded Iraq, uh, this one here – Seems like it, it may engulf uh, the whole region. I think that may be the whole purpose of the whole war. It just the whole thing started uh, very questionably. Even the Ukraine war started very questionably. All these things, when you look at it closely, they're all economically motivated. And uh, I, I think uh, I, I think what you're seeing in Yemen with the United States, I think what you're seeing in Syria. What you're seeing in, in Israel, it's going to be in Lebanon, and, and uh, you mentioned it this morning, which you know I haven't paid. I don't. I, I watch stuff on it, but I don't pay. You know, I got lots of stuff I got to look at and, and uh, try to absorb information-wise. But uh, did, did, you, did I hear it right that there's actually being some threats? Like, well, we might just have to go into Iran. Is, is that actually being tossed around now? I mean, that shows you intention, Joe. That's how it starts, right? You, you, you start mentioning it. You start throwing it out there. Uh, see see how the wind's blowing. And, th- and then uh, you come up with all the these reasons uh, why it needs to be done, right? And, and you know, the bad guy bus and uh, the, 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 the bad guy reasoning, right? That that's always uh, seems to be you, you got to – 
you got to start talking about it. And then, and then, of course, you get, you know, the allies because uh, uh, we, we got, what was it? Uh, we got the U.K., right? Uh, they got to throw some bombs in, in Yemen so we can say, well, see, uh, we're acting as part of a coalition. But, but we know. Right, we're we're the ones uh, that that are dictating all of this. This has been a very slow creep. Uh, unfortunately, I think the longer it goes, the more chance it gets out of hand. I mean, uh, sooner or later, one of these things, I, you know, sooner or later, some Americans are going to get killed. You know, we had two uh, seals die off the coast of Somalia. We're doing, uh, I, I think we're trying to in, intercept some kind of shipment or, or something like that. Uh, and we lost two, two uh, U.S. soldiers. Uh, but w- what happens if, if one of these uh, rockets gets fired and, and it, it just, you know, it gets, it gets through it, a lucky shot and, you know, 10, 20, 30 U.S. soldiers lose their lives? I mean, are, are we talking, uh, is that going to be the grounds? Is that all it's going to take to get us fully engaged? Yeah, well, and, and in Yemen for the United States makes makes no sense at all. There's, there's no sense in it. First of all, there is no threat to Americans. Uh, they're, they're a third world nation. They're very poor. In, in, in uh, the Middle East, they're one of the poorest. The rockets that they do have are $10,000 rockets, while the United States are shooting $1 million rockets into Yemen. So economically makes no sense. It goes back to last hour's show. Where, where are they going to spend it? Well, I guess they're, they're going to spend part of it in Yemen, I guess. And very magically, it's so magical how Saudi Arabia and, and their allies uh, against the Houthi, you know, the Iran-backed Houthi, have this blockade starting in 2015, starving out the nation, you know, just got, got it all blockaded in. And then uh, very end of 2021, beginning of 2022, you know, what happened in tw- the beginning of 2022, you know, that Ukraine war started. Now nah, they'll just stop. They just stopped doing the blockade. Yeah, stop doing the blockade. That gives them, what, what two years? Two years to, to restock the, their, their military and start attacking ships in that strait. You know, there's a, I always forget the name of the strait that's down there by Yemen. They, they're, it's bottled. It's not quite right. Strait of Hormuz. No, the Strait of Hormuz is over by Iran and Saudi Arabia. This one's on the Yemeni side, the uh, the western side. There's another strait, the Red Sea there. And and uh, that strait there is also that's that's where the pictures you saw of the Houthis uh, jumping onto that ship and taking over, uh, stopping uh, either United States or Israeli ships from from doing business. That's the problem that the United States has has with with uh, Yemen. So you said earlier, Joe, and and I, and I think Professor Glenn is is going to be coming on in just a moment. We'll, we'll wait till the next segment. He's going to tell you that this. This this looks really bad, and, and he's going to bring some historical text to it and, and a lot more. But uh, just another reason we should not be in this area. Let these people figure this stuff out themselves. We don't need the oil that comes from the Middle East. We can do that ourselves. We don't need anything that goes on in the Middle East, Joe. We, we, America can handle this, but I guess for those in charge, they can't rule everything if they don't rule the Middle East, I guess, Joe. Stop bitching. Yeah, it's complicated, right? It is absolutely Stop complicated. Bitching. We'll be back. The half Do something. Joe and Jason will be back. 
My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. ETI is your local one-stop shop for all your heavy equipment needs, from rebuilding your components to helping manage your fleet. Our goal is to make your life simple. Our full-service hydraulic and machine shop will meet all your expectations. We also offer free pickup and delivery. Call Jeff at 970-685-2064 with any questions or to schedule a pickup. Again, that's 970-685-2064. Hey, this is Rod from PCs and Parts in Loveland. We're your local computer and parts repair store. We have been in business for over 18 years, and we have been fixing computers and love doing that. If you're having anything with technical-related issues, come by and see us. To reach us, call us at 970-203-0696 or go to our website at PCsandparts.com. We'd love to talk to you about your particular problems. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258, My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. The Half-Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by James Morgan, a realtor, with Grisham & Associates, LLC, at 720-203-0731. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So put a smile upon your face. Being alive is no disgrace. We're back here, the Half Empty Cup, Joe and Jason, and our guest today, uh, the Professor Glenn Biddle. Uh, we're going to be, he's going to be taking a, a, a deep dive into what's happening in the Middle East. Glenn, welcome to the program. Hey, Joe, how you doing? Can you hear me now? Yep, we got you loud and clear, buddy. Awesome, great. So what we need to do is go back to 2000. We've already lost people in Yemen, Joe. The USS Cole was bombed, and 17 sailors were killed and 40 were injured while we were trying to refuel one of our ships in Yemen, going to the Middle East. And the reason we had to dock in Yemen, which is a hostile port, is because Bill Clinton had cut the size of the Navy down and had gotten rid of refueling ships. Normally, we would refuel at sea. But now we had to go into a hostile port, and this was this was the second successful attempt on one of our ships. The first attempt was against the USS Sullivan's, and the boat that had the explosive on it sunk, and then the terrorists were able to refloat that boat, get the explosives, and use it on the USS Cole. So this isn't the first time we've, we've dealt with, with, with uh, Yemen here, and 
obviously, yes, we lost the two SEALs uh, last week trying to board a ship that was coming from Iran that was sending them missile parts going to Yemen for them to shoot missiles at ships or Israel or wherever. Um, but, yeah, this is a big deal. And the problem is they control a very vital strait. They, they control the... Uh, the entrance to the Suez Canal, or the Red Sea, rather, which then goes to the Suez Canal, and that's a vital choke point. The Iranians, around just around the corner there, control the uh, Strait of Hormuz, where about like 40 to 60 percent of the oil that comes out to the world comes out of, and that is a big problem. And, Jason, you're exactly right. We don't need their oil. We could produce it here, but the morons in charge won't allow us to do it because we might hurt some fish or a butterfly or we have to send a whole bunch of money for climate change and go to electric vehicles, but that's policy, right? So we are the Saudi Arabia of coal, and we have our own oil. We don't need any of these people. There's no reason for us to even have... Uh, soldiers or, or being having a presence over there, and the fact we still rock right now, they're getting bombed by the Iranians and their proxies, is just not right. If uh, parents should be outraged over this, that that have people in the military that are serving over there, they should they should be just on the phone with their congressmen and senators saying, why are we there? There's no point. We've basically given the country of Iraq over to Iran. The Shias control that whole country right now, and and we just gave it to them. We just handed it about right over to them, and gave it to them, you know. So, but yeah, what I want to do is do a, a deep dive on the history here, and uh, a lot of the stuff I'm going to say is very controversial. So if you don't agree with it, please call in today and and t- and tell us what you think because we'd love to hear what you have to think on this. Because remember, KHNC is not an echo chamber. We welcome a lot of differing opinions. Okay, so. Please, please, please call in. Let us know what you think. Agree, disagree, whatever. Uh, we definitely want to want to hear from you. And, and Glenn, one thing I'll say is right from the top because we're going to keep talking about this. I don't, I don't have to repeat myself, but I guess we wouldn't have the USS Cole being attacked or have anybody, any soldiers in danger if we just simply weren't there to begin with. Because I don't see any any necessary. You know, there's no reason for the United States to be there. And these people can handle their own problems. Most people tend to handle their own problems if you let them, but. Uh, and I think it goes deeper than the green energy as far as why we're not pumping oil. I think there's a lot more to it, uh, Glenn. And we have this huge unpayable debt and a lot of foreign nations and, and big, huge, very rich individuals, families that, uh, hey, when you own uh, so much debt uh, from the United States, you kind of want to have something you can collect on. And that would be the commodities, the land, the properties of, of, of the United States. I, uh, Joe, what, what say you? Because we're going to let Glenn just dig into this thing. Well, you know, I'll just say this. So on, on the side of this, uh, we are uh, pumping right now anyway uh, record amounts of crude for us, uh, a little over 13 million barrels a day. But but to Glenn's point, uh, there's no reason why we couldn't pump 15 or 20 million barrels a day. We, we, we have policies set up and, and put into place uh, that that do deliberately limit uh, the amount of crude oil production we can have. And obviously coal, uh, another uh, example that Glenn brought up, uh, the, the environmentalists have, have, have made coal a, a bad thing. So uh, by design, uh, we, we also are deliberately uh, not using that commodity uh, as a way to provide cheap energy uh, to ourselves and to our friends. 
Well, Joe, remember when I think it was Bill Clinton, he he completely shut down a very good uh, vault or layer of coal that we have in the United States that's very clean burning in order to give Indonesia, which has coal that's not so clean, a, a better deal that they could they could sell their coal and it just hurt the United States. I mean, that was done during his presidency. There, there, all these things that are done are, are just almost by design to cripple our country and to bring us down and, and try to, you know, American exceptionalism is gone because Obama never liked that because he remember he wanted to fundamentally transform America and he is now pulling the strings of Biden because Biden doesn't know what day it is. And, and so he, his people are still running the government, and they are still just – this is just an extension of Obama's tenure in office and his policies. So it, it's very sad that we, they were, we're doing this to ourselves, and the problem is Americans just don't know or don't care because they're too infatuated with, oh, Taylor Swift's at the football game. Cool, let's pan over to her. You know, that, that's what's interesting in America right now is that. It's not it's not this stuff. I mean, unless you have somebody in the military, a family member, you have no skin in the game on this. None. America is at the shopping mall and at the football game while everything else is going on, and they have no clue. I call these people boobus americanus, the stupid American. That's their uh, genus and species there, you know, boobus americanus, because they're the stupid American. They just don't know what's going on. They have no sense of history. And that's what I really want to get into today is the history of, of how this all got to where it is. I mean, the Houthis wouldn't be there right now if it wasn't for the Islamic Revolution in 1979. But the Revolution of 1979 wouldn't come about if we hadn't done something back in the 50s. So do you want me to go ahead and start with that? Yeah, yeah. Let me just say that uh, I don't know if I'd call the Americans stupid, uh, but they're uh, blissfully ignorant, uh, Glenn. You know, there's there's something to be said about being ignorant because you don't have to worry about stuff. So I... Uh, it's 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 one of those things. You, you can be informed and have to worry about stuff, or you can be happy and just ignorant. And so it's. I think that's why people uh, don't. That's why blissfully ignorant people don't like conspiracy-minded people. We make them think too much. We put them in, a, in an unsafe place. So I, I I don't know if they call them stupid, Glenn. In some ways, you almost kind of have to think it's kind of intelligent that they just blow off the, the cares of the world. But I, I don't know if I'm defending them or not, but I, I just I'm kind of, you know, I don't really think the average person is stupid. I just think that, the, you know, like you said, their attentions are put in a specific place. I agree with you, Glenn. It's, it's, you should know where your country, what they're doing and, and why they're doing it, because it will bite you in the butt if you are ignorant for too long. Honestly, Jason, I think if people knew their history and what has happened in this country and what we've done, they would be very unhappy with their country and ashamed of their country. Remember when Michelle Obama said she was finally not ashamed of her country? Remember, and she caught a lot of heat for that, and rightfully so. But if you go back and look at some of the stuff we've done as a country, man, it is just downright wrong and immoral and illegal and, you know, all the, all the, all the coup d'etats we've done and taken – people out with and you know and, and as long as it's like he's a son of a gun but he's our son of a gun you know and, and i mean that's kind of the world we live in right now and the cia calls this blowback when when uh, you do something and then you get the repercussions from it um 
you know, the way one war ends is way the next, where the next one begins. We've talked about why World War II started because of how World War I ended, and we redrew the map which, with no regard for who was where, and then World War II hits, and then World War II is over, and then that gets us the Cold War, and, you know, Korea, the Cold War, and then that gets us Vietnam, that gets us into the Cold, you know, more Cold War with Russia, and then we, we have the peace dividend, and now we have terrorism, and that's where we are today. I mean, that's a very quick way of whitewashing that, but, I mean, that's kind of where we are today. So the way one war ends is the way the next war begins, and right now we're in this kind of weird place where, you know, you've got the two Gulf Wars that are pretty much over, but we still have troops over there, So they're, they're it, and we have troops in Syria. And everybody likes to say Trump never started a war. Well, he, he kept troops in Syria, and he did shoot missiles into Syria after a probably a, a false flag operation where they, they, everyone says that Assad gassed his people. There's no, no real evidence that that happened. Um, there were a lot of people that that were in body bags that got up after it was over and walked away because they were paid actors to show you know what happened so i don't know that that's true and supposedly when z was meeting with uh with with trump in the oval office he paused and said oh by the way i'm uh, sending cruise missiles into syria right now you know and i'm sure that took him quite by surprise but you can't say that Trump didn't start any wars because he 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 actually did. He got in, he's got us into a war with Syria, which we are we still have troops there. And even though he tried to bring those troops home, his generals defied him and did not bring those troops home. They 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 blatantly defied what he said to do. We have troops over there guarding the oil. And 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 Jason, I know you like to play that that clip about. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it'll, it'll, it'll come out. It'll come out at one point during the show, I'm sure. But but uh, yeah. let's let, let's go back to the history because you, you're going to start the history. I know right. that uh, I, I know the one name that I always love to bring out because when it comes to uh, changing the affairs and the leaders and the direction of foreign nations, it really did start in the early '50s. And and you're going to start with Iran. Uh, the name I always right. love to put out there is going to be Kermit uh, Roosevelt because that's 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 a they learned a lot from Kermit Roosevelt. But go ahead and talk about Iran in the early 1950s and, and how all of this got started. So they, the Iranians had a had an election, and a guy won that we didn't like. And you know what's funny? The the uh, Palestinians had an election, and Hamas won, and we didn't really like them either. But but they picked them, you know. You, you you pick your poison and you get it. Anyhow, this guy wanted to do a, wanted to do right by his country, and he what he did is he nationalized the oil industry. He um, took it over, and you know, Britain was running it at that time. They also controlled all the ports and everything. They had basically had a monopoly over the oil there. And he said, no, we're losing too much of our, our, our money here to foreign interest. Let's keep it in our own country so we can build our own country up. Well, the, the British and the United States wouldn't have this, so they got Kermit Roosevelt to get rid of uh, Mosaddegh and then bring in the Shah. And, of course, the Shah institutes a very strict, brutal government, um, and, and the people there didn't necessarily like him. He had secret police, he would disappear, you know, it was brutal treatment. And this ushers in, basically ushers in the Islamic Revolution of 1979, and you had Ayatollah So, so really, qu- really quick, though, really quick, uh, Glenn, because you'll be talking about a lot of uh, United States interventions in, in the Middle East. Uh, before we we move quickly from the 50s to the 70s, uh, one thing, uh, and I, I got most of my information about this uh, from the economic hitman, uh, John Perkins. Really, really good to listen to him as, as he was involved in this sort of thing. 
uh, I, I remember I remember him laying it out that uh, what the uh, financial elite in, in the United States liked about Kermit uh, Roosevelt, who was CIA, they didn't like that he was CIA because if he would have been caught, this would have been an international episode. They learned after this episode that if they go into foreign nations, they need to have a contractor, right? That way, if the contractor gets caught, it's not an international incident. It's just some crooked businessman. Kermit Roosevelt, what they liked is that he brought over a, basically a briefcase full of money. And with a, just a, a large briefcase full of money, they were able to change the entire fortunes of Iran and replace that leader just with a bucket of money. Because that's the first thing they do is they try to do money. The second they do assassination. Third is war. And they got what they wanted. You know, the, the, uh, the, the American crooked government and the, and the financial elite, they got what they wanted simply with money. Compared to the Korean War, this was a, this was a huge success. Right, Glenn? Absolutely. Absolutely, because the Korean War ended in a stalemate. There was no winner. It's kind of a pause, and it's still a pause today. We're going to get uh, Joe's comment on the other side of the break, and then we'll have Glenn continue on about the history of where all this U.S. Middle East stuff started. You're listening to the Half Empty Cup of Joe. KHNC is proud to carry MyKind CBD products. Products include cocoa, top-shelf tinctures, hemp salve, moisturizing lotions, and retinol cream. They also have pet tincture and hemp shampoo for a healthy coat and skin. To see all the CBD products we carry, visit the station at 2 South Parish, or check us out online. Go to 1360KHNC.com. Click on the Shop button. Are you looking to sell your excess construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. All of your electronic devices can be severely damaged by lightning bolts and power surges. Even worse, an EMP attack can destroy everything, leaving our technology-dependent society with no technology. But don't let that be you. Go to EMPShield.com and put KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield is an electromagnetic pulse, solar flare, and lightning protection system made to protect you and your electronics. Again, go to EMPShield.com and type KHNC in the promo code box. EMPShield.com. This is Craig James from Just Informed Talk Radio, and I want to take a second to tell you about my friends over at thefreedompeople.org. If you guys haven't tried them, you need to give them a call today. All you have to do is go to thefreedompeople.org and set up your call. And what can they help you do? Well, through legal and lawful processes, they'll help you reduce exposure to the tax man or other bureaucratic bodies. They can help you do things like set up express trusts, which help manage your business assets and affairs effectively and privately, while helping you gain greater control of you and your family family's future. It can also help you do things like set up private membership associations, which help you restructure your business in a way that allows you to run it exactly how you want. If you believe your children should be able to receive their inheritance without paying an arm and leg in taxes and that taxes are unjust, the government ceases to represent the interests of its people. I want you to take a second today to go to the T-H-E, freedompeople.org and schedule your call. Let them know I sent you. But more importantly, help make sure that your future is protected and that your business and your family are protected. 
This is Tammy with Naturally Inspired Health Network. We created a group with real solutions for healthy living. Providers with products and services we trust. Need pain relief? Christy Sullivan, Vitality for Life. Want acupuncture? Debbie Ireland, Touch of the East. Looking for a medical doctor? Dr. Sharon Montez, Living Well Health Group. Solutions for health insurance? Wendy Scipioni, MPB Health. NaturallyInspiredHealthNetwork.com. Connecting people with real solutions for health. The Half Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by Wagner Electric at 970-800-3693. We are all living in America, America, this wonderland. We are all living in America, America, America. We are all living in America. Coca-Cola, sometimes war. We are all living in America, America, America. We're back here, the half-empty cup. Joe and Jason, along with Glenn Biddle, trying to to figure out how we're, we're in this mess, you know, going back, you know, talked about the Shaw, uh, uh, Kermit Roosevelt, right? We, we just meddled in, in, in again, right? Well, it wasn't in the best interest, uh, in this case of the UK, uh, which, you know, okay, well, that's not in the best interest of us. And, and they deemed it so successful because they were able to, to get what they wanted with money, uh, and didn't have to use war, uh, so so they thought it was a big win. But Glenn, it sure didn't turn out that way, did it? No, it sure didn't. And if you if you and if you can go back, see, Britain got destroyed in World War II. They lost their complete empire as far as their most per- preferential trading practices. And the reason that happened is because we forced them to give all, all that up. In order to get lend-lease from us, you know, ships, destroyers, munitions, all those things before we got into the war, we made them give up all that, all that great trade practices they had and basically turn it over to us, if you think about this, because we were funneling supplies in through Iran to get up into Russia to help the Russians out, who were our allies at the time. And a lot of people don't know that. We built harbors and railroads and everything in Iran to send material up to the russians we we completely re- outfitted the russian army so that they could fight on the eastern side and make them a uh, and, and basically what we did with the russians is we just ground the russians down and, and just killed russians to keep the germans busy while we were getting ready to invade from the other side and and russia didn't like that at all because it's like hey we're doing all the bleeding here and what are we getting out of this and and but that's a different story anyhow so we 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 overthrew mosaddeq and most people's reference of history starts at the iranian hostage crisis here in the united states i i was in eighth grade ninth grade at the time when all this was going on and i, I remember nightline day 425 of uh, and that's how ted koppel got his start i think is with with nightline doing this iranian hostage crisis thing and i can remember in my high school we had bulletin boards about you know hey let's go beat up the let's go beat up the shah at the shah let's go beat up khomeini and all i mean it was crazy you could never do that today in school 
And remember all the, the songs, Joe, back then? Bomb, 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 Iran. And, and they're on the radios. And, and then the Ayatollah, da, 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 like my Sharona. I mean, these were the songs you heard on the radio all the time. And everybody was like, ah, let, you know, let, we hate Iran, we hate Iran. These, these people are terrible. And that's where I got my, basically, my indoctrination into politics at the time was that that life experience that was my political socialization i i, I remember that i remember this because uh, in 1980 when uh, reagan got elected late in the year uh, you know, of course, then it's the, the day he takes office, the hostages are released. But yeah. what I remember, what, what I remember from the late 1979 going into 1980 is that I was a football fan, and I was wondering why I had to put up with all this ridiculous news about some country I didn't know about while the Rams were on their way to the Super Bowl to play the Steelers. <laughs> That's all I was. I was, I was one of those uh, ignorant people. Of course, I was only six or seven years old. But uh, that, that's what I remember. Is that, yeah, this this was being forced into the news stream heavily, uh, Glenn. Yeah, I was 13, 14, 15 years old, and my family were Democrats, but like not crazy Democrats, but they were the Democrats, like normal, like JFK Democrats back then. And I can remember coming, and, and when, when the hostages were released the day that Reagan took office, I was like, wow, that Reagan must be something else. If They're scared of him. I'm, he must be a good guy. Because I remember coming home and telling my dad that I registered Republican <laughs> at school, and he's like, oh my God, yeah. you're not going to be able to get a loan at the bank if you're a Republican. I'm like, how is that going to happen, you know? Let me let me go to Joe real quick, because, Joe, you probably have a comment about that same time period. You were young, too, but it's interesting how we're talking about all this uh, this foreign stress that was going on and and, and uh, what was happening in 79 and 80 and 81. That was the last big spike of inflation, and here was this big, huge distraction uh, uh, to try to push away from all of that inflation. It sure has echoes of today, which is why I think Glenn brought it, Joe. Yeah, there are some uh, striking similarities. Uh, Jimmy Carter, right, uh, the weak, a weak president. Uh, Arthur Burns uh, was the head of the central bank, a weak central banker. You know, we have Joe Biden today and Jay Powell. Uh, both uh, are considered to be weak uh, in in their respective positions. And and it, it really is kind of uh, interesting because I, I agree with everything on what Glenn is saying and, and uh uh, Ronald Reagan, uh, you know, the, the, they they really PR'd the whole thing, didn't they? They they did a great job of look how terrible the Iranians are. Uh, they took all these hostages. Uh, no mention of all the stuff that we were doing, uh, you know, inside of Iran with with the Shah and all of those things. And you just hey, Iran's a, th- these guys are are crazy. They're bad people. They've got American hostages. Uh, let's go blow them up. You know, then remember uh, Jimmy Carter was trying the, to rescue them, and then they flew the helicopters, the helicopters. right into the <laughs> desert, and then all the sand got into the engines, right? It was a big disaster. Uh, but it did uh, definitely uh, – make Ronald Reagan uh, a big hero, and then they got to accomplish, think about what they accomplished by making this guy the hero. The largest business tax cuts in history fooled you with, with uh, you know, these big tax cuts for you because they made you pay for Social Security 
for that was going to be due 30 years later and of course uh, ended up spending all of that but that's not where we're going today but but it was a great setup wasn't it massive spending too joe uh, reagan came in massive. they didn't want to talk about that getting to that first trillion in debt and the massive spending yeah, well, oh you got the inflation you raise the rates and then what well, yeah oh yeah just spend 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 baby right right glenn and nothing like having an iranian enemy and a, and a cold war to, to have a lot of military spending at that time which makes it seem like it's more okay to continue to meddle with the middle east i guess but it's exactly right, and we definitely were meddling. Uh, so, so that that was my; those were my high school years. And I remember between my junior and senior year, I went to a program called Maryland Boy State. It was run by the American Legion, and it's done all over the country. And you learn about government. And and my Boy State was pretty intense. It was run by the Marines. And when you got there, you were like you were in basic training. It was boot camp, basically. You you were they take you from a dictatorship, and then throughout the week you turn into a democracy and you learn that democracy is great and but we had a lot of speakers that came in to talk to us that were former hostages in iran and obviously how what do you think they're going to tell us they're going to tell us how bad the iranians are and i mean we were we ate that stuff up because we were like i couldn't wait to join the marines after being in that indoctrination camp basically for a week and i learned a lot about government it was great We'll We'll have more with Glenn Biddle on the other side. You're listening to the half-empty cup of joe. Bleed stop. Clinically proven and FDA cleared to stop even arterial bleeds. Pour it into the wound, apply direct pressure, and clotting occurs in seconds. No stinging or burning. Minor cuts or major wounds. Bleed stop is a must for first aid kits, backpacks, and trauma bags. Find bleed stop by clicking on the bleed stop button on the 1360 KHNC webpage. Products and prices listed on the KHNC website are 20% off the regular bleed stop website prices get yours today what type of financial advisor are you looking for a lot of advisors work for some great companies that offer good products but are they taking a close look at what truly matters to you most advisors are unfortunately one trick ponies and come at you with the same strategy no matter what situation you are in most of the time your advisor isn't even reaching out to you to review things and has no desire to actually build a relationship with you you want to work with someone who's going to hustle their butt off and compete for you and make sure that you are maximizing your hard-earned dollars. I will work day and night for all of my clients and do everything in my power to deliver the best service possible. Reach out to me, Joey Jaquin, Joe Jaquin's son, someone who is going to compete for your business and truly aligns with your conservative values. You can reach me at my personal cell, 602-909-9048. Again, 602-909-9048. Reasons to own gold. Reason number 725. The government goes out of its way to make you believe Social Security has an account with your name on it with money just for you. But the Supreme Court ruled that payments due under Social Security are not property rights and are not protected. Social Security is merely a tax and the government is under no obligations to pay you anything. Call the Patriot Trading Group 800-951-0592 or visit All American gold.com We're back 
here, the half-empty cup. Joe and Jason with Glenn Biddle, 877-536-1360. Uh, the call or text line. We, we've been focusing uh, on Iran and in, in involvement there, I guess. Did we expect some type of uh, appreciation from the Iranians because, hey, we went in there. Uh, we wanted uh, a way to, to give uh, Russian weapons so they could occupy the Germans while we were getting ready. So we went in and, and we did all this stuff, right? Hey, we, we made ports. We built some railroads, right? You know, and, and therefore, uh, you owe us one. And then you decided to get a guy in there that we didn't like. So uh, since you didn't uh, pay us back, so to speak, we've got the right to, to mess around and get a guy that we want in there. Do you think that was kind of the mentality? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. And plus, we were looking out for our ally, the British, who basically got kicked out of there. They just lost a monopoly of the oil trade and the and the port trade that they were running. You know, the British are very efficient in running things. And, uh, you know, when, when it took a while for them to regroup, and, and so they needed somebody to come in and actually take back over and make things whole again for them so that the normal commerce would flow and that the, Euro, the Westerners would get their oil access to cheap oil again. I don't, Joe. You've mentioned this before, but it's the Saudis need oil at about eighty dollars a barrel to be comfortable. It only costs them about ten dollars a barrel to pump it out of the ground. So think, look at the profit margin they're making there off of their oil. I think they've so got. A, they've got. A, I think the Saudis have developed a spending problem, Glenn. Oh well, yeah, we, we've yeah, helped them. They, they right? We've taught them. We've yeah. taught the Saudis well. <laughs> Well, we've provided them a lot of very expensive hardware for their military because I was sent over there after the after the nine eleven to help you know keep all that stuff safe because uh, I I was basically guarding one of their major airfields where they had all their F 15s and and aircraft that they they bought from us you know at, at, at I'm sure at very lucrative prices which helped out our military industrial complex so I mean, I mean this is how it works right so anyway back in 1980 so the the hostage crisis is over it and and right before it got over we backed Iraq in their fight against Iran. So <laughs> Saddam Hussein, now he's our buddy back then, right? We're giving him all kind of uh, material and, and support, and we kind of look the other way when he uses gas on them because he probably got it from us. You know, I mean, and, that and was Glenn, the funny thing about Glenn, Glenn, let me Let me really quick, because cause you, you, you sent this timeline. I don't know, Joe, if you're seeing the timeline that, that Glenn sent. Just, just to set the table, because Glenn, Glenn has got a lot of energy here, and uh, to very clearly point out what happened in this time frame, you have 1979, the Iranian Revolution, where uh, Ayatollah Khomeini was put in place. From 79 to 81, you have the Iran hostage crisis, which is what we talked about earlier. 1980, look, Iran put their guy in there, and it didn't take less than a year. Then uh, suddenly you got the uh, Saddam Hussein-type government of Iraq backed by CIA we put we did this and in, in the in the Iran Iraq war 1984 and I know I'm jumping ahead but just for the timeline uh, Glenn uh, Reagan declares Iran a sponsor of terror and then of course 1986 the Iran Contra affair 1988 you have uh, shots being fired and a, a commercial plane for Iran being and killing all the passengers and then in uh, 1991 you have the, the Gulf War it just it just it, it seems like that, that, that was a long period of time because that's when I was a kid. 
But you're talking 1979 to 1991 and 12 years with the Gulf War and, and, and all hell breaking loose in, in the Middle East. That's just a 12-year span of, of just that stuff going on. And, and Glenn, it, it's to this day never been resolved, has it? No, and, and w- I want to focus on the Iran-Contra affair because that, remember how we, we used our policy of the United States was we would never negotiate with terrorists, okay? So uh, we sold we sold Iran plane loads, plane loads of tow missiles, tube-launched optically-tracked tra- optically wire-guided anti-tank missiles. We sent them at least seven airplane loads full of these things. And we took the profits for the, from the, and and here's where it gets even funnier. We we funny ironic. We got the stockpile of those weapons that were in storage in Israel and sent them to Iran. Now, how do you think Israel felt about that? <laughs> because I can tell you right now that oh, those boy. missiles have found their way all over the Middle East, and I guarantee you some of those missiles are getting shot at Israeli tanks right now. I guarantee you they are, okay? Because, I mean, think about what's going on right now in Ukraine. We can't account for any of the ammunition and weapons that are getting sent over there. They're all over the black market right now. It's like Lord of War movie. It's, it's everywhere. And okay? so, so, so the Iran-Contra uh, Iran was to get, uh, to get American hostages uh, held in Lebanon by Hezbollah. So, so in a way, yeah, we, uh, we were paying a ransom. You and I talked briefly yesterday before you came on the air today and, and, and said, well, it's interesting what's happening in, in Israel because they're starting to now Israel, 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 of all countries. They're always they're such hard asses, and they just attack and they attack and attack and defend themselves. So as you, you were telling me yesterday that it looks like they're, they're starting to negotiate to get their hostages because they can't stop what's going on in, in Palestine. Yeah, they want a two-month ceasefire to get all their hostages back because they know they can't. They, no, there's two things they can't do: they can't get their own hostages out of there because the Hamas is just hiding them everywhere. It's like trying to play whack-a-mole with them, and they know they can't defeat their tunnel network system. There's no way they're going to be. Able, there's 450 miles of tunnels in under the Gaza Strip. There's no way they've gotten some of them, but there's no way they're going to get this labyrinth of tunnels where the, basically the Hamas is just hiding down there, and they've got all their stuff down there. I mean, I want them to fill those tunnels up with seawater. I, I would love to see that happen. But they might lose some of their hostages in doing so. I mean, so they've pretty much identified that their their two main objectives of getting rid of Hamas and getting their hostages back, they cannot achieve those two military goals. And that's bad because that's going to destroy Netanyahu. He knows that he's done once this war is over. That's why he's not letting it become get over. I almost think that he wants to provoke a fight with Hezbollah just so he can stay in power while he's president, you know, or prime minister. I mean, so that that's a mess. So this this whole Iran-Contra thing, was, I mean, the United States Congress said you couldn't fund the Contras. So we did this whole elaborate backdoor thing, the profits from the missiles we used to fund the Contras, which was totally illegal. And they blamed a dead guy for it, Poindexter, on his deathbed. <laughs> and, and the guy that did it walked away and had a, has a TV show on Fox now, which is Lieutenant Colonel Oliver North. And a lot of people think he's a hero, but he was neck deep in it. <laughs> uh, the U.S. military, it's... Uh, it's, it's an enigma, isn't it, Glenn? Uh, we, we got more with uh, Glenn Biddle on the other side. Stay with us. This is the Half Empty Cup of Joe. The Blue Dragon Spa is a man-friendly spa with women bringing their husbands and significant others in for pedicures all the time. Men's feet hurt, too. Don't forget. Blue Dragon Spa, 1811 Hover Street, Suites A&B, 
Longmont, Colorado, 720-680-0492. My towels solved a problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made my towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six-piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to MyPillow.com. Use your promo code KHNC to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner and operator of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Men's clothing to women's fashions, we clean it all. Give us a call with all your cleaning questions. If we don't clean it, we might have a solution. We have two locations to serve you in Severance and Fort Collins. Please call us at 970-775-0623. Cup eight seven seven five three six thirteen sixty and yeah Jason kind of right through the the, the timeline uh, that that uh, really I think highlighted uh, the the probably the height of government propaganda here in the United States right the 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 eighties and nineties you know cable TV uh, and bringing out. Uh, the stories that they wanted. It really wasn't until kind of uh, ironically, I think the, the Internet kind of changed things a little bit. People had more access to to information that kind of, hey, didn't match up. Like Lenslet, say, hey, man, I was all ready to sign up. I, I, I was... I was ready to go. I, I bought it 100%. Uh, we're good, they're bad, right, Glenn? And, and it's it's normally a lot more complicated. Uh, I'm not, and I don't want to say, listen, America's got the black hat on. That's not what I'm saying. And and Iran, they don't have a black hat on either. There's there's plenty to go around here. There's a, there's a lot of brown in all of this, isn't it? I would say that the peoples, the people in both countries are very nice people. It's just the leaders that are the problem. You know, that, that's, the, that's the whole thing. I'm sure if I went over to Iran right now, I could go hang out with a lot of Iranians, and we could get along very well. And they could come over here, and we could get along very well. It's just that 
there's a it's a clash of cultures, it's a clash of religions, it's a clash of economics, it's a clash of currencies, and that's one of the. And remember, all wars are bankers' wars. We've we've established that, and and Jason, your economic hitman thing is spot on. You know, uh, but I, I want to go back to to uh, Ollie North here. I like Ali North. And look, I did 24 years in the military, man. I loved it. And I, I was, you know, king and country kind of guy, you know. All, but then when I, I started reading and looking back at history and, and like, wow, like we have done some really messed up things. Remember Ali North, his secretary, Fawn Hall, she was smoking hot. If you remember back, in, at, back during this time, she was shredding all of the documents to all the stuff that was going on. And then Ali North gets some kind of immunity deal to go testify before Congress, and he totally wipes the floor with them. They don't get any information out of him that was, any, that was useful at all, and he walked away a hero. And he was, should have been in jail for multiple, multiple felonies, okay? But he, he, well, I think he served on the board of the NRA, didn't he? I mean, he, he, oh, he's on Fox all the time. He, he's running around with he's a, he He's a nice guy. He's done a lot for our country, but, but he did a lot of dirty stuff. And a lot of, lots of top-level people do a lot of dirty stuff in the name of doing good, I guess. But... There's well, Glenn, sort of Glenn you do, you do say seven felonies a day just by walking around, and and these guys are putting their their minds to it. They're committing lots of felonies every day to make things happen. Glenn, you said he did a lot of good things for this country, but I mean, I, I've said you know on a regular rotation, uh, the United States is not wasn't uh, made to have a, a standing army. If we didn't have military, standing military, and of course, then you have a corporatist, private banking system that runs this country. Uh, I, I had a, a customer come in years ago when I first started. Uh, first year or two, I, was, I started doing shows and was uh, running the gold company. And uh, he, he made a really, really very easy illustration about war. He was sitting at my desk, and we were talking. He's like, look. And he picked up my Elvis desk calendar, and he was walking out the door with it. He's like, I'm taking your Elvis desk calendar. What are you going to do about it? And he said, that's what war is. It's always economic. Yeah, there's, there's no, there's no, uh, the honor of the princess. There's no wars like that anymore. We'll talk more with Glenn Biddle. Yeah, we'll be back after the over the hour break. Stay with us. 877-536-1360. Give us a call. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. Hi there, it's Kathy from J-Day's Appliance Sales and Service. I have a maintenance tip to keep your dryer in tip-top shape. Having good clearance in the back, not allowing the vent to be kinked, and check your outside vent for hot and heavy airflow. We're located at 132 East 7th Street, downtown Loveland. Call us at 970-669-1357. That's 669-1357. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, 1360 AM, KHNC, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. 
This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a national volunteer organization founded by Phyllis Schlafly and continuing to uphold her legacy by honoring family values, opposing radical feminism, and representing a conservative perspective in our nation's capital. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Last October, the New York Times reported that the schools run by the Department of Defense for about 66,000 children of service members have been doing better than public schools in all 50 states, as measured by the widely followed National Assessment of Educational Progress exam. Most of these schools are on our American military bases. The Department of Defense Education Activity Schools were first in our nation on the reading and math assessments in 2022. These schools were the only state or jurisdiction to show an increase in performance in any grade or subject that year. The U.S. Army has a larger minority population than America as a whole, 46% compared to 40%. The outperformance of secondary schools on military bases compared with other public schools is due to better discipline. A total of 45% of students in these Department of Defense secondary schools are in low-income families, which is higher than the national average of 38%. Moreover, one-third of the children in military families move each year due to transfers from their parents, which is a hardship for the child. The military knows how to discipline its members without permitting bad behavior until expulsion becomes necessary. Corporal punishment, such as swatting a misbehaving student, was allowed nationwide by the U.S. Supreme Court for Public Schools in Ingram v. Wright in 1977, yet states outside the South ban it. In public schools, 77% of teachers are female today, in sharp contrast with how our military is run. The overwhelming percentage of those public school teachers are liberal and opposed to any physical punishment of any kind for bad conduct. Studies show that physical penalties for misbehavior are not any more harmful than other forms of punishment, such as repeated yelling. Many of the same students who are violent towards other students and teachers also play violent sports like football, which create a far greater risk of injury to them than any physical discipline would. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. America is safe only when America is strong. Our national defense requires the most modern technology and best trained soldiers. And there should be no social politics or idle threats coming out of Washington. At phyllisschlafly.com, we take this work very seriously. Please visit phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Off-Road Automotive offers a wide range of used automobiles for all of your off-road and on-road needs. From classic Jeep CJ7s to high-end sporty Corvettes and everyday commuters, they have a vehicle for you. Bad credit or no credit, no problem. Their professional finance team has you covered. Give them a visit at 1392 Denver Avenue in Fort Lupton or give them a call at 303-502-3230. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. 
need to do a private firearms transfer, we can do that too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. Hey, this is Rod from PCs and Parts in Loveland. We're your local computer and parts repair store. We have been in business for over 18 years, and we have been fixing computers and love doing that. If you're having anything with technical-related issues, come by and see us. To reach us, call us at 970-203-0696 or go to our website at PCsandparts.com. We'd love to talk to you about your particular problems. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. The Half Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by Wagner Electric at 970-800-3693. This is your half-empty cup of joe. This show is hosted by Joe Jaquint and Jason Walker. Because half a cup is better than no cup. We're back here, the half-empty cup, Joe and Jason, on this Thursday. Uh, we have the Professor Glenn Biddle and, and focusing in uh, on what's been happening in the Middle East and really uh, decades and decades uh, of, of uh, well, let, let's just say everybody uh, trying to uh, achieve whatever was in their what they perceived to be in their best interest uh, instead of uh, you know uh, we, we, we want sovereignty here uh, you got to respect other countries sovereignty as well sometimes uh, that eludes us but but Jason we, we have a caller uh, I, I believe we have Steve Stars joining us yeah let me uh, get the call number out there 877-536-1360 caller text uh, you know the Middle East is going to be a, a a common theme in the news for the rest of this year and probably maybe for multiple years to come uh, with hot wars are now there. Uh, but give us a call, 877-536-1360, also text. But, Steve, uh, before I get Professor Glenn back on, uh, thanks for calling in. What is your uh, comment today? Well, I got so much to say, and I want to don't want to interrupt because, uh, to a large extent, I agree with uh, Glenn. You know, I was at CSU during all this when it happened, and uh, the Iranian exchange students were there. I remember 1979. 
And uh, just going from my background and looking at what I had seen at that point, I wrote some editorials to what was at that time the journalist. Now the collegian changed back again. But anyway, I I was very uh, critical of Iran and what was happening, not because I supported the Shah. The Shah was a bad guy, <clears throat> as we know. And uh, he, uh, I mean, he, what he had done is he had started OPEC, and that uh, basically interrupted the entire petrodollar, along with what we talked about with the British Petroleum and other people like that in that region at the time. But the situation was that uh, he was also very brutal with his uh, secret police, Sadak, at that time. And I had met a young fellow who was a Jew from uh, from Iran, uh, spoke Farsi, of course, and he was here studying agriculture. And he was kind of caught in the middle because all of a sudden things were shifting very badly. I was in the student center at that time, and, you know, these guys would come in wearing, uh, look like Ku Klux Klan outfits. You know, I mean, you see like 30 of them, and while you're drinking your coffee, you know, and eating a sweet roll. And uh, death to Shah! That, I mean, it was kind of scary, the whole situation that was taking place there because we had so many of those people. And uh, the situation got really bad. But as I studied it, here's what happened that I think went, where it went wrong. And I wrote an, uh, an article to the newspaper. And, man, the knee-jerk liberals were just coming after me left and right for almost two weeks, broiling me in the editorial section because I said, Iran is getting ready to take a turn into the dark side. They're going. This is where it's headed. And what I pointed out was that uh, there was a leader who was uh, actually opposed to the Shah. His name was uh, Bakhti. And uh, this was the guy that they should have put in power. Instead, they let these mullahs get into control, and that's where it went really bad. And like Glenn says, a lot of these people are really good folks. They're, uh, you know, they're uh, the, the people from Iran are very friendly. They are, uh, you know, you can talk to them. They're very intelligent, very sophisticated culture. But the uh, radical Shiite people that took over at that time were a real uh, real problem. They eventually hunted backyard down and killed him, by the way. Steve, let me, let me ask you a question, Go ahead. Steve, because this, kind of, this is kind of the problem here. And then we'll, we'll get Glenn and Joe to, to say what they think. Uh, Iran taking over their country, by, with whichever leader they choose, and being a sovereign, as Joe was kind of talking coming into the end of this segment, isn't that what they're supposed to be doing? Because essentially all of this strife that was going on from the late 70s into the early 1990s now, of course, is, is still going on, is that there's just not, there's not a Western leader in charge of Iran doing what the banking system and the world economic system want them to do. So isn't Iran kind of doing what they're supposed to You say it's a, it's a bad situation. Maybe it is bad for the people. I don't, I don't know. It's not our country. But them controlling their country, isn't that a good thing versus having uh, some Western culture – put a puppet president there in which we can then, I guess, corruptly steal and manage their country for them? Well, I think it all depends upon who's controlling the country, uh, Jason. It's like saying, well, isn't it right that Biden is running things? And I'm going, uh, I don't think so. You know, I mean, you, when you see the criminal activity of some of these people who, who have the intent to take power. Okay, okay hold on. So because so, 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 we're going to hit the break here in a couple of minutes. I want to get Glenn in. So what you're saying is Biden is you've – you've called about hey, we should have Biden impeached, get rid of him. Uh, what oh, yeah. if uh, what if nobody can accomplish that? But uh, hey, there's this Iranian, you know, Shiite guy. He can replace uh, Biden, and he, he'll take over the presidency, and then we'll have some Iran-led government here in the United States. Is that going to be good for us? Is that, is that is that what you're kind of saying that we got to get rid of bad guys over there at all costs? Should we have some Iranian mullah just run our country because we just want to get Biden out? 
Well, yeah, that's what happened over there. They ended up with a very dark side taking over that were very vociferous and very violent. And a lot of the Iranians suffered. You don't know. I mean, I've known people from Iran who went through. It has nothing to do with America. Has nothing to do with America. Let them be violent over there. Well, you know, I, you know what I mean? I mean, uh, why, why should we have our leader running their country? Let me, Glenn, what do you want to say? It wasn't our leader, what, though. What, what do you saying? say? Back to your, go ahead. Bakhtiar was what, not our leader. He, he was a guy that could have run things, but we the could have supported him. The Shah was. Yeah. Well, the, the Shah, Shah was, was our guy. Leader. Right, the Shah was our guy. They didn't want the Shah. That's what you saw that in that campus. You saw them coming on your campus, like down with the Shah. We don't want him. I think those people had a better beat on their country than you did. I mean, I'm not saying you were wrong in what your your observations, but I mean, they wanted the Shah. I I would say that after that. Go ahead. Aftermath, though, of it all, I would say, no, uh, they made a huge mistake by letting the Shiite uh, mullahs take over. They needed a, but our, that was partly our problem, too. We actually helped the Shah, or helped not uh, Shah, but Ayatollah Khomeini, by providing a lot of support for him to take the Shah out. The unfortunate part about it is we didn't get the right kind of leader in there, and the, and the Iranians suffered as well. So it was, it's been a bad situation for everyone. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, and I, I get what Steve's saying is, hey, they, they didn't want the Shaw, but they ended up with somebody Stop else they didn't bitching. want, right? At, at the end of the day, Do kind of something. thing, right? We'll be back after the break. I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything I do. I am free no matter what rules surround me. If I find them tolerable, I tolerate them. If I find them too obnoxious, I break them. I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything that I do. Robert A. Heinlein. Do you love AM 1360 and the uncensored radio you get to listen to every day? KHNC has launched a listener sponsorship fundraiser to raise the money needed to replace our old failing transmitter. Your generous donation will help make this much-needed upgrade happen so you and future generations can continue to hear the uncensored truth for decades to come. By donating and becoming a KHNC sponsor, you will receive the new AM1360 t-shirt, a bumper sticker, and the new limited edition one-ounce pure silver KHNC coin. Also, for being part of this exclusive group, you will receive the monthly KHNC newsletter. The sponsorship package requires a minimum donation of $100, although donations of any amount will be greatly appreciated. You can help us purchase the new transmitter by going to 1360KHNC.com and clicking the Donation tab at the top of the page. Again, that's 1360KHNC.com and click the Donation tab. Thank you. ETI is your local one-stop shop for all your heavy equipment needs, from rebuilding your components to helping manage your fleet. Our goal is to make your life simple. Our full-service hydraulic and machine shop will meet all your expectations. We also offer free pickup and delivery. Call Jeff at 970-685-2064 with any questions or to schedule a pickup. Again, that's 970-685-2064. The Half Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by Milan Vukovic with Tahibo Tea. At 818 610 8088. 
We're back here, the Half Empty Cup. Joe and Jason, uh, we got uh, Glenn Biddle with us today. Uh, Steve Stars uh, calling in a- as well. And I think this is really, uh, and to Steve's point, I totally get it. The problem is we, we, we don't seem to learn from, from, from our mistakes because uh, normally what, what, what ha- we get these power vacuums, right, in, in these countries, and, and we want to get, hey, we want to help, the, you know, we want to quote-unquote help, right? Now, we only want to help countries that we think are strategically important by and large, uh, but, but neither here nor there. Uh, the, the problem is, seems to always repeat itself whether look at what we did in afghanistan look at we did uh in iraq right we we tried to set up the these puppet governments that that hey this guy's a good guy he's he's a he's a good leader uh the 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 problem is uh those guys don't have the weapons, right? Those guys uh, don't want to uh, have total power and control. And, and what happens time and time again in these power vacuums is the most ruthless people, the ones that, that hey, uh, we're probably up to no good, but we're being uh, under control. You know, Saddam Hussein, he was a brutal bad guy, but he was also brutally bad against a lot of other brutal bad guys. He was just uh, uh, the, 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 the head brutal bad guy in charge. You, you normally don't get a good guy, right? Because even, even if you do, he's propped up like a puppet, and the second uh, you leave town, uh, the real bad guys that have the guns, uh, that don't mind blowing people up and doing bad things they end up taking power and, and, and that's what happened in Iran it, it just happened again in Afghanistan uh, Iraq let's face it Iraq now is, is a puppet for the Iranians uh, th- this just kind of always seems to be what happens and the sad part about it is is most of the weapons that these people have gotten over the years come from some previous war uh, where we were just, uh, you know, kind of like, let me say it in Ukraine, right? Throwing weapons all over the place and uh, the bad guys start collecting them, Glenn. That's exactly right. And it also happened in Vietnam when we left Vietnam. And, and you remember the videos of us pushing the helicopters off the aircraft carriers to make room for more helicopters to land, bringing all the people on there? I mean, if, if you really want to go full conspiracy, and, and, I, and we've talked about this before, is that the Bell Helicopter Company profited the most off the Vietnam War. And here we are dumping those helicopters off the aircraft carriers at the, at, as, at the end of the war. I mean, it's such a waste of, of blood and treasure. I mean, how do you explain to some parent whose kid went into Fallujah the first time to liberate it and got killed, and then we gave it back, and then we have to go into Fallujah again and take it over? And kids get killed, and then we have to go in again to take it over because it, to take it back over. How, how do you look parents in the eye and say your your son or daughter died in a noble cause? They did not die in a noble cause. They died in, in a in, in a terrible, just stupid war. Why we shouldn't have been there? There's what what did we get from it? Nothing. We've got nothing from the Iraq War. We've got nothing. We turned it over. We turned Iraq over to the Iranians. 
the Shias. They they now control it, and and we still have troops there. And they're Glenn, getting shot Glenn, at and by is there, any, is there any foreign war that's a noble cause for this country? I don't think we should have been involved in not one single one of them. And and and. Uh, the the question I was asking as we were coming out of the segment is is uh, and Joe was, was making a point that there always ends up being some bad guy there. Is it better to let the, the country choose their own bad or good leader, uh, or is it better to, to hey you know, we, we have a better life we have a better model we'll just force this model upon them? I mean which which way should it be? Yeah, we're not going to teach the Hooties Jeffersonian democracy. It's not going to work. I mean, they, they, they can't comprehend that stuff. That's not their world. It's not for us to tell them that, that they need to study that kind of, I mean, laissez-faire economics. They, don't, they can't deal with it. It's not going to work. Okay? So, and, and Steve, if you're still listening, remember He's the show we did on... He, okay. he's there. Steve, remember he's the there. show. Remember the show we did on the Sykes Pico Agreement, which which was the British and the French trying to divide up the Middle East before the First World War was even over. If you ask ten Americans right now, just pick them out of the phone book, what the Sykes Pico Agreement is, I doubt they'd know what it is. They may have seen Lawrence of Arabia, the movie, but other than that, they know nothing about that. And that kind of while all this stuff got started in the Middle East is the Sykes-Picot Agreement. If you don't know what it is, folks listening, go look it up. Okay, it's very simple. Or go, go back, what, two years maybe, Steve, and, and listen to the podcast about it. I mean, it was oh, yeah. a good show. But, it was but good. Look, it so was I, good. I want to jump ahead here a little bit so we get to everything. So the, the Iran nuclear deal, Obama did this. It was a terrible deal. And then Trump got us back out of it. It was absolutely a mess. And, and here, here Biden just gave the, the Iranians a whole bunch of money back that that they shouldn't have that we that we were we were holding you know in I mean because we we had basically kept their assets kind of like what we've done to the Russians now here's another thing Jason that that causes us problems economic sanctions we have sanctioned the crap out of Russia and they just said okay fine we don't care about SWIFT we'll just start our own BRICS you know and and the BRICS nations now are those. That trading block is taking off. Saudi Arabia just joined it, okay? And that's what – and we are screwing ourselves on this because we need velocity of the U.S. dollar to increase to keep our dollar alive. And the more people that are de-dollarizing is going to kill us economically. And I, I honestly don't think our politicians understand this. I mean, maybe they do, but they're not doing this the right way because – if you're going to create the uh, the electronic ruble or you're going to create whatever the BRICS currency is or whatever they're going to create, okay, it's going to be a, a trading platform that is contrary to ours. And if they're not using the dollar in their transaction, the petrodollar is dead, basically. If they're not going to use the dollar, where, where how are we going to keep the dollar alive? How are we going to – we need the dollar to be used because we have so many of them out there in circulation that if all those dollars come back to the U.S., we're in serious trouble. Okay, we are in big trouble with that. Okay, so the that's another whole show right there. So I, w- I want to get to get to where we are now. Okay, so the Iran nuclear deal is a mess. Okay, and and absolutely a mess. So remember when we killed Soleimani in in Iraq? We Trump took him out. Okay, and he was one of their rock stars over there in Iran. He he. He was down for the struggle. He went through the whole Soleimani, just for our listeners, Glenn, really quick. Just for our listeners, really quick. Soleimani was one of their uh, their, their big military guys, right? He 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 yeah. he was the the guy that kind of uh, ran uh, the military arm for Iran. 
Correct. He was in charge of the Quds Force, the Iraq Revolutionary Guards, like with their top special forces groups. And we took him out. Now, he was riding around in Iraq like it was his country, because it is his country now, basically. He, he did not think that was a threat for him to ride around in Iraq while we were occupying it. Doesn't that show you how weak we are if he can just ride around? Now, we got him, okay, so he wasn't that protected. But still, he was brazen enough to be riding around in Iraq that he thought he could get away with this because he had, a pow- he had power there. He-, he had people that were helping him out and looking out for him, okay? And because of us taking him out like that, we had bases that were that were rocketed by, directly rocketed from Iran. And we had people that were injured, they got traumatic brain injuries from it. Basically what they're saying is they got really, really bad concussions from the explosions that hit, got hit. And we are still taking fire from Iran-backed groups right now over there because every time we Israel bombs somebody or we bomb somebody, they're going to retaliate against our troops that are in Iraq. We should not have troops in Iraq right now. Okay? We should not. There's no reason for them to be there at all right now. But think about this. Once we blow your country up, we go back in and rebuild it, and that's good for Halliburton. These big industrial conglomerates, the United States, that's good for Dick Cheney, uh, his Carlisle Group. It's good for all these companies and, and that want to go in there and, and make money because that's the back end of the war. Okay, not to mention all the private contractors we have all over the world that don't count as boot strength on the ground, U.S. boot strength. We have a lot of people fighting for us right now that are not on the books, quote, okay, that are doing things. I'm sure they're over in Ukraine right now, easily, okay, but they're not U.S. soldiers. They're mercenaries, basically, that we're paying for. So anyway, that more blowback, more blowback from this, okay? Now, I want to get in – now we're getting too close – Okay, so you've got Iran versus Saudi Arabia. Iran is Shiite. Saudi Arabia is Sunni. Okay, they they are diametrically opposed to each other. They're all Islam, but they're different sects. Now there is a third sect, which is the Sufis. They're kind of like the hippie, uh, uh, air, uh, hippie Islamists, but they're they're fine. They're 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 like your Aunt Mary, who's cool. You know, she lives on her own, grows some weed in her backyard, and she's cool. Everybody likes her, but then you have the Wahhabis. Now, the Wahhabis are the Wackbird Islamists. These are the ones that will cut your head off and not think two seconds about it. Now, Saudi Arabia cut a deal with the Wahhabis saying, look, if you let us stay in power, the royal family, we will finance your madrasas all over the world. That's these religious schools. We'll finance your terrorism anywhere you want around the world, but not here in this country. You leave us alone. And the Wahhabis are like, okay, cool, that's fine. Okay, as long as those checks keep coming, we're good. Now, this, there's the, the, the Saudis have a problem with the, with the Yemenis, and they had this 10-year civil war. Well, the reason they had this is because the Houthis had an influence that the Saudis sent in these Wahhabis in there to Yemen, and the Houthis like, hey, we don't like you guys, so we're going to fight you. And then this resulted in the Saudis bombing Yemen, but what are the Saudis using as weapons? U.S.-supplied weapons. That's why the Palestinians are so mad at us right now, because the Israelis are using F-16s with American bombs that are being dropped on them. We are not an innocent bystander in this by any means. It is very hard for us to have any more authority to, to broker any deals between the Palestinians and the Israelis when we are arming 
the people that are blowing up the Palestinians. And, and you want to call it and, and, and go against that statement, I, uh, please do, because I don't know how you're going to be able to defend it, okay? We are aiding the Israelis in blowing up the Palestinians. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. You cannot argue against that. So I can see how the Palestinians would be a little bit mad at us, okay? I can see how the Houthis would be a little bit mad at us because the Saudis are dropping American-supplied bombs on top of them. So guess who doesn't get their, their ship shot at around the Red Sea? The Chinese and the Russians. Okay, because we're going to get our ship shot at. The Israelis are going to get their ship shot at because they're fair game in the eyes of the Houthis. You have to, in order to understand someone else's viewpoint, you've got to go step in their shoes for a second and see what their lifestyle is and what how they see the world. And we can't do that very well as Americans. We don't. We're not good at that. Okay. Here's another controversial statement. One man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter. I taught U.S. history for 25 years. I love teaching it from the British standpoint every now and then because the founding fathers in their eyes were terrorists, okay? And and if you're a British school kid, that's basically the education you're getting if you're a British school kid. In the United States, the founding fathers are heroes. I get that. That's because, yeah, they are. If you live in America, if you go in the Middle East and play a video game, the bad guys are the Westerners, and you're blowing them up, and you're getting points for it. In the United States, you're blowing up Islamist guys on your video games. That's how it works, okay? It's, it's just that simple. And the military, our military, has developed video games just to, to indoctrinate kids to recruit them. You know, and, and oh, my gosh, I mean, it's, it's amazing. So, Glenn, how Glenn if, if, uh, if, a terror, if, uh, if you're fighting terrorists, if you're a terrorist fighter, I guess you're fighting terrorism. So what is a, what is a freedom fighter fight? <laughs> yeah. Fights against freedom, right? Yeah. <laughs> we'll have more with Steve and Glenn and Joe and Jason on the other side of the break. Stay with us. You're listening to the Half Empty Cup of Joe. As the economy collapses, are you prepared to provide even basic essentials for your family? I teach urban survival training course that arms you with hundreds of skills and hacks to keep you and yours going when everyone else gives up. Food and water are only the beginning. Call the Rev at 303-809-3343. That's 303-809-3343. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. 
reasons to own gold. Brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group at allamericangold.com. Reason number 647. Most people don't even know that the courts have already ruled. Once money is deposited into the bank, the bank owns the money, and the depositor is merely an unsecured creditor of the bank. Which means if the bank goes under, you get paid last. After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800 592 Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258, My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. The Half Empty Cup of Joe is sponsored by James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC at Welcome back. Half Empty Cup of Joe. The number to call, 877-536-1360. You can call or text. Uh, I find it interesting with Glenn coming on the show and being our guest today, talking about some real issues when it comes to the Middle East. Uh, we're not getting, a, not getting a, a large volume of callers today, but yesterday we're talking about, well, what about Texas seceding and, and the southern border? The, the phones were just blowing up. We couldn't, we couldn't stop the callers. We had to beat them off with a stick, which I think that's a good thing. I think that shows the intelligence of our callers, uh, although I would love some, some callers to, hey, chime in. You know, Should we be monkeying around with these people, or, or is the situation just the way it is, and, and it's going to have to happen? And you know, there's, there's lots of opinions. You, you, you simply pick up the phone. And it's 877-536-1360. And that's, that's how you get your opinion on the air. You do the text, too, if you don't get on the air. But, but Steve, you, uh, you held, out, he held, held patiently while uh, Joe and Glenn were talking. What, what say you about the last uh, segment or two of talking? Well, I'm, uh, I want to thank you for letting me come back on. And I just uh, want to let Glenn and, and other callers get through. I'll just kind of finish up pretty quickly here. You know, in 1979, I had to take an elective to graduate uh, from CSU in, uh, in a science. And I took a, a course in meat science with Dr. Thomas Sutherland. Dr. Tom Sutherland. A lot of our listeners know who he is or was. Uh, he went to, uh, to Beirut to teach there, was abducted by Hezbollah and held a, as a hostage with Terry Anderson 
Anderson for six, about a little over six years. Uh, he, they finally released him, of course, and he came back. Uh, they uh, claimed he was working with the CIA and all that kind of stuff. So Hezbollah has outgro- come as an outgrowth of what happened in Iran. The uh, people in Iran, uh, I mean, of course, there was a lot of angst and problems with their alliance. The Shah was a very strong ally to Israel. And when he fell out of power, uh, they, they, they took on this position of, uh, you know, it's more or less an ideological jihad that Israel was the enemy. Now, there were some real beefs against Israel, no doubt about it. But since that time, and this is where Soleimani was gaining traction, is he was moving across uh, the uh, Arabian desert there, the Syrian desert, uh, moving in in supporting of, of Hezbollah. And I actually think he was a little bit of a loose cannon. The mullahs may have been happy to get rid of him, to be honest with you, because he was gaining too much uh, support and a little bit dangerous. But the, I don't want to get past that a bit to say that, remember, then uh, we had our peacekeeping troops in uh, in Beirut. They were attacked by a terrorist attack. We lost 240, what was it, 223 Marines in the barracks there while they were sleeping. I think we were sold out. Reagan opted to stay out of it, and that's when we pulled out of, uh, of Lebanon. Today, now there's a, a massive amount of weaponry that in some cases, in this case, is this Russian supplied uh, to Hezbollah that are dug in on the northern border. And this is part of the problem that they have there. So uh, there are a lot of international interests. I'll just finish up by saying this. Okay, let me, uh, I'm going to make a prediction. Are you ready for this? Uh, old Babylon, old Babylon or Mesopotamia will be no longer a part of human history probably in the next couple years. We're about to see the end of it. Uh, and you can read this in Jeremiah chapter 50 and 51. This is not the Gog Magog invasion, okay? It's the end of old Babylon. It's coming. And this is where it's going. I don't know whether it'll be, you know, two months, two years or, or later, but I think it's coming very soon. And uh, you can, I've been talking to Rick about this. We've kind of been uh, talking about a lot of what's happening there. I think that a major prophetic event is getting ready to happen. In in old Mesopotamia, and this will be—you know—you can record this uh, prediction. If I'm wrong, say Steve, you were wrong. You know, play it back well, two you, years later. You didn't—you didn't give us an exact timetable, so I mean that—that that, yeah. that, 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 that could be a, a prediction yep. that could happen. <laughs> right. But, uh, Ten, I'll, say this, I'll, say, I'll say this, Steve Stars: the end of the world uh, not happening. Just I just no. I totally disagree with anybody. That, and I know you're not saying the end of the world, but I just want to put it out there: the end of the world, it, it ain't coming. This is this is not it. This is just uh, this is a situation and. In world uh, history, situations change and, and leaders change. And I'm glad, Glenn, that you brought this stuff on because uh, it's it's hard for people just to remember five years ago or even last year, let alone the 1970s and 80s, Glenn. I, I know. And Mesopotamia is the land between the two rivers. That's the Tigris and the Euphrates. That, that's like that's a wreck. Okay, right through there, and uh, you know maybe you can play the uh, "It's the End of the World" as we you know you can play that on one of your bump music here soon. But the problem is, I went to a dinner party one night, and I was the history teacher. I'm there with doctors, lawyers. I'm you know a bunch of professional people, and they said, like, "Hey, Glenn, can you kind of give us an update on what's going on over in the Middle East?" And I start explaining to them the Shias, the Sufis, the Sunnis, the Wahhabis. And in about two minutes, these are very smart people. Their eyes start glazing over. Not because I'm boring. I'm very animated. You could, I mean, I'm t- t- talking to them like I'm doing it right now. And I'm entertaining them. And they're like, oh, my God, that's so complicated. 
let's talk about something else. Let's talk about sports. I'm like, ah, and there we are. And I said it just like that. I said, this is why you don't know what's going on in the world. And it bugs me. I started watching news when I was a young kid. Actually, when I was very little, because I had two uncles that were in Vietnam, and on every Friday night they would show how many people were killed, wounded, or missing in action in Vietnam. And it always upset me. It kind of upset me right now that, that I had Uncle Arnold and Uncle Henry that were over in Vietnam at the time. And I, I it just scared me to death that they could have been killed that week. And I never would see them again. And it, it bothered me. So I got from a very young person, I was very interested in the news and what was going on. And I've always been that way. And it just bugs me and it burns me up when we have people walking around blissfully ignorant, Jason, as you said, that don't know what's going on. I remember when I got activated to go overseas after 9-11, my cousin says, why are you getting activated? What's going on? I'm like, oh my God, what what rock are you under? You know, I, and I just don't get it. I don't get it. That, I mean, we're lucky. We're, we're very lucky that we live in this country that we're separated by two vast oceans. It's hard to get to us. Although, the world is coming to us right now. If you watch that southern border, that show yesterday was, was hot, man. I called in three times, I think. It was great. But there's this guy that came across, and some reporter said, hey, who are you? He goes, you don't, you're too dumb to know who I am, but you're going to know who I am real soon. And that guy is some convicted terrorist that just got out of prison, but was in prison for 12 years over in Azerbaijan. That dude's somewhere in the United States right now. He's, I mean, uh, I mean, if it was me, I'd go to Houston and start blowing up oil refineries. That's what I would do if I was a terrorist, because you're going to cripple our country right immediately. We what we're, what we we aren't building new refineries. We can't build them. They're very hard to replace, and it would cripple us. Or, or at, if you're at, at the Thanksgiving time, go in and blow up a bunch of shopping malls and watch watch the economy just get destroyed because no one will go, no one's shopping in them anyway. But I mean, I mean that would that would destroy us. Blow up the critical infrastructure in this country or take down the Internet or blow up some power plant or whatever. I mean, I'm not advocating any of this, obviously, but that's what – trust me, the, the military is thinking about all this stuff right now. How do you defend it? You can't defend it. We're a free society. People can go and come as they please. We are a very soft target, very soft target. Look at 9-11, what happened there. Whether it was – Suicide job or not, it happened, and look where we are now. You're no freer today than you were then. You're actually less free. Are you looking to sell your excess construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. Hey, honey, I've been looking all over for you. The radio says there's an emergency. What are you doing down here? I heard that, too. So I'm down here checking our preps, making sure we got enough Rocky Mountain freeze-dry ice cream. I hope we do. We need Rocky Mountain freeze-dry ice cream. It's so sweet and creamy, comes in all the flavors I love, and it's essential in an emergency. Yeah, and it melts in your mouth. They have vanilla, chocolate, strawberry, and a lot of other exciting flavors. It needs no refrigeration, and it lasts for 25 years. But I can't find it anywhere. Mom, Dad, I have something to tell you. I ate all the Rocky Mountain Freeze Dry Ice Cream. 
Don't let this happen to your family. You need good snacks and treats for the moments that matter, especially when it's ice cream that doesn't melt. Go to RockyMountainFreezeDry.com and stock up on Rocky Mountain Freeze Dry ice cream and candy today. Again, the website is RockyMountainFreezeDry.com. J-Day's Appliance is an independent local appliance dealer focused on Main Street, not Wall Street. We offer top brands at great prices, service, and parts to help you keep your current appliances running. So think outside of the big box and think independent and save at J-Day's Appliance. Located at 132 East 7th Street in Loveland, Colorado. Or give us a call at 970-669-1357. You can also visit our website at jdaysappliance.com. That's the letter J, daysappliance.com. If the wife and I are a fussing brother, that's all right. Cause me and that sweet woman's got a license to fight. Why don't you mind your own business? Mind your own business. Cause if you mind your business, then you won't be minding mine. Party lines and knows it thing. She picks up her receiver when she knows it's my ring. Why don't you mind your own business? Mind your own business. Well, if you mind your business, then you won't be minding mine. We're back here, the half empty cup, Joe and Jason uh, Glenn Biddle talking about uh, focusing primarily on Iran, uh, on the text line, the founding fathers. These guys, man, they were smart. The founding fathers, uh, terrorists, freedom fighters, I guess it depends on your perspective, warned about foreign foreign entanglements. Uh, All the Middle East conflicts are fought for one reason, profits for the elite. Uh, But... uh, in, in any event, uh, someone also wanted us to talk about uh, the bat and Ebola viruses. We'll, we'll do a show with that. Maybe we can get Steve to help us with that, That that, that that's uh, going on. Uh, I know that you got people, people actually in Colorado. Uh, that that was breaking the other day. We'll get to that uh, on a future show, I promise. Uh, some of you want us to talk about Carrie Lake as well. We'll try to get to her as well and that whole bribery thing. Uh, but but Jason, uh, definitely a complicated subject when we talk about foreign entanglements and especially the Middle East. Agreed, absolutely. That's why uh, Professor uh, Glenn brought that to us. Uh, Glenn, as long as his schedule stays open, we're going to have him on the fourth uh, Thursday of every month, so hopefully he'll be here in February. But uh, we got a caller coming in before we get back to Glenn and and Steve. Uh, Major, thank you for calling in. What is your comment today? Oh, I got it. I got one. I I probably won't be very popular with you or your listeners, so... Here's my thing. Is it's okay. I watch a lot of German and Japanese news coverage because it gets a different perspective than anybody from the United States, whether you're left or right. I try to be – I hate both parties. But here's my geopolitical because this is where I'm at. All right. When On the 50th anniversary of the 1973 war, the Israeli Mossad and all the Israeli IDF forces – were absent, and they were pulled off purposely by the upper echelons of the Israeli government. 
Now, I saw this story, and you could look it up, but DWTV, Dutch Welle, German TV, pulled this story down, but it ran for two months till they pulled it down. The uh, organizer of that rave that took place, remember, and all those people got kidnapped, and most of them were lefties, liberal, October liberal 7th. Yeah, October okay. 7th. Now, let me tell you something about that. The promoter that started that, that promoted that show, he had planned that to be 40 miles away from the, Israeli, the Gaza-Israeli border. It was 40 miles away. Six days before the show was to take place, the Israeli government pulled all of his security and demanded that he moved it, and they wanted to, him to move it three miles away from the border. And he, he didn't want to do it, but he wanted to do the show, so he moved them all the way to the border there. And all the border guards were gone, and nobody has said anything about this, so I'm going to be really unpopular with, with everybody. When uh, Netanyahu came on and said that was their 9-11, he wasn't lying because it was a red flag operation. It was an inside job. They spent six months pulling back all their forces on one of the biggest anniversaries of their biggest wars, and they knew, you know, so you can say what you want, you can hate me, but what I'm saying is this wasn't an accident. So, Major, let me ask and, you a, qu- a question real quick, because when this happened, Joe and I were on the air, I think the following Monday, and said, yeah, this, this looks pretty fake. This looks this looks uh, contrived. So, so maybe you should, I don't know if you've been listening to our show a lot lately, Major, if you're a new listener, but we, we've I've taken the the position that this was this looked like a false flag operation right from the beginning. So I, I don't think you're very unpopular. I, I, think, I think you have maybe a... a you might have the, the popular opinion when you're listening on this show, Major. What do you what do you say? Well, I know one thing. I don't I don't monitor much anything with you guys or anyone anymore because I believe Trump is a agent provocateur, and I know you guys are very pro Trump. And I think Trump works for. I think Major, you you have, you have not you have not been listening to this show. <laughs> let me. Let I, me uh, I really haven't. Let, no, let, me, haven't. let me give yeah. you something, Major. You're gonna love this. Uh, I, I am definitely uh, not a fan of Trump. Just take a gather that's 2020 talking about Syria. This is Trump on Fox News. Check it. Check it out. And then okay. they say he left troops in Syria. You know what I did? I left troops to take the oil. I took the oil. The only troops I have are taking the oil. They're protecting the oil. I took well, over We're taking the oil. oil. We're not taking Well, oil. maybe we're, we will. Maybe we won't. They're I mean, protecting we, the facility. I don't know. Maybe we should take it. But we have the oil. Right now, the United States has the oil. So they say he left troops in Syria. No. I got rid of all of them other than we're protecting the oil. We so there you go. So that, that's only something yeah. I play well, regularly. I agree 100%. So. <laughs> well, You're before I leave you, I'll, I'll go with the one don't, that don't you guys will be against me on. Is, uh, Major, don't, I don't like Major, Russia. Don't leave, I don't like Putin. Major our, guest, that, Major, our guest Glenn wants you to hang out just for a minute. But, but go uh, ahead, Major. Finish yeah, your statement. Yeah, that's why I don't call. That's why I don't listen. So see ya. No, 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 no! I don't want you to hang up. I want doesn't, to doesn't want you to hang up. Doesn't want you to hang up, Major. I don't want you to hang up. I want you to listen. I think well, you he, he had on. So, so Major, Major okay. I think he may have called Glenn. I think he probably calls other shows, and he must have found us new. And uh, never, yeah, he probably doesn't understand. He probably doesn't understand the jewel of, of a radio station he just found. He he doesn't know the value of what he just uh, happened upon. But but Major, we wanted you I to finish your. We wanted Major to yeah, finish your statement. You, you can call back can. in. Call back. I got an echo going on here, so I'm not sure where the echo is coming from. But, but uh, Major, call back in, and, and we'll, we'll entertain the, the thought. But, Glenn, what, what were you going to tell Major? What I was going to tell him is I've 
I, I go to two main websites right now for a lot of my news. One is Zero Hedge, and I, I, they're, they're excellent. The other one is Al Jazeera. I have gotten so much more information from Al Jazeera, and I know it's biased. I know that. I know that going into it. I'm a critical thinker. I can read between the lines, and I listen to all their podcasts while I'm driving. And, and I'm just yelling at the podcast sometimes because they're so biased. But I like to hear their, their viewpoint on it because no one else is going to give you their viewpoint, Okay. And even on Zero Hedge, they said that Netanyahu had this information for over a year that this attack was going to happen and just sat on it. They knew this was going to happen and didn't do anything about it. And that's bad. Real bad. we got one more segment. Stay with us. You're listening to the Half Empty Cup of Joe. We'll be right back. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. Hey folks, as a CBD user, I can attest to its effectiveness. And now my kind CBD products are available at the station. You'll see tinctures, salves, lotions, creams, coffee, cocoa, tea, and much more. You'll even find CBD retinol cream. KHNC also carries my kind pet products, including shampoo and tincture, allowing your best friend to enjoy the same benefits of CBD that you do. The best prices, the best quality, and all THC free. My kind CBD, CBD as nature intended. My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. ETI is your local one-stop shop for all your heavy equipment needs, from rebuilding your components to helping manage your fleet. Our goal is to make your life simple. Our full-service hydraulic and machine shop will meet all your expectations. We also offer free pickup and delivery. Call Jeff at 970-685-2064 with any questions or to schedule a pickup. Again, that's 970-685-2064. a little song I wrote, you might want to sing it note for note, don't worry, be happy, in every life we have... Final segment here, the Half Empty Cup, Joe and Jason, I uh, want to thank Glenn Biddle uh, for joining us today, uh, Steve Stars as well, uh, the the callers, the the texters uh, that that came in. It, it is it, it's a it's a complicated subject, and and there's so many uh, perspectives that that need to be 
taken in and accounted for and 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 uh, again leading up to uh, what was happening uh, r- right at the end where, where that 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 caller uh, called in and and, yeah. and said hey th- this was a, f- a false flag event I mean it's either that or you got to believe like a hundred different comedies of errors all occurred all at the same time uh, and to make it happen, right? The, it's hard uh, for the math to add up. And, and as Glenn was really pointing out, uh, this whole thing is complicated. It depends on uh, whose perspective you're looking through, what lens you're looking through. Uh, to determine, you know, who, who's the who's the good guy, who's the bad guy. I think at the end of the day, Jason, uh, there's just a lot of victims, and there's not really uh, any good guys. There's just a lot of people uh, that that become victims of people, you know, uh, masquerading as good guys. Yeah, that's well put, Joe. Uh, and uh, I would like to add that uh, before I let Glenn have the last word coming in. Uh, that caller major that was on the last segment is, I think, such a good example of the average American that wants to think critically or think with common sense, but thinks they're all by themselves. I've never heard a caller that represented the average American that's actually thinking for himself than major because he could hear it. He had he lacked the confidence that anybody else in this world hardly believes in this in his neck of the woods believes the same as him. When I'm thinking, he's got a whole audience. That's that's listening. I mean, and not our whole audience, but a large percentage of our audience is thinking the way he's thinking, and he has he lacked the confidence to stay on the air because uh, he didn't understand the the back and forth we were having. Major is we need to get people like that to to have a little a little more confidence in their in their strength of speech when they come on the air because uh, he's saying it the way that I see it. Glenn, I think he sees it the way you you also see it that there's something wrong with what happened in 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 Israel on October seventh. Oh, and uh, he, he just has he just doesn't believe that other people he thinks that he's I'm in his circles and maybe he's in one of these college towns he's being shot down or he feels like he doesn't have uh, the the audience or, or he can't think the way he wants to think without being uh, chastised so I just I hope we get more guys like that listen to the station Glenn because that's the way you get people to to, to actually make a difference in the public square. Right. I, I am a big popular culture guy. I think you can learn a lot. And, and we were hunting this morning, and one of my buddies was said, he says, I can see why the government wants to take down TikTok, because there's a lot of truth on there. And there are a lot of people that are telling the truth, unvarnished truth on TikTok. You can hate TikTok all you want. I, may I they're spying on you. Who cares? I don't care. But there is a lot of good content on TikTok that I eat up every day that, that, that's accurate, okay, as I think is accurate. But there's a couple good shows. So a lot of the information that I like, one is the PBS Frontline episode. And yeah, uh, PBS is liberal. No, that, well, yeah, it can be. But there's a Frontline show called Bitter Rivals, Iran and Saudi Arabia. Watch it. It's great, and it, it, it's well done. There's a movie called Syriana with George Clooney. Really opened my eyes. And then there's a show on Netflix called Fauda, F-A-U-G-A. It's all about what's going on in Gaza right now. Watch it. It's amazing. You'll like it. Thanks for coming on, Glenn. Uh, Steve, I didn't get a chance to put you back on, but thank you for coming on. Joe, Jason, we'll be back tomorrow. Alex Jones coming up next. Do something. 
Hey, this is Rod from PCs and Parts in Loveland. We're your local computer and parts repair store. We have been in business for over 18 years, and we have been fixing computers and love doing that. If you're having anything with technical-related issues, come by and see us. To reach us, call us at 970-203-0696 or go to our website at PCsandparts.com. We'd love to talk to you about your particular problems. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258, My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, 1360 AM, KHNC, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins.